Hello there, beautiful souls. Welcome to Sacred and Rooted. I am Lisa Nichol, your podcast host and your spirit guide, your meditation teacher, life coach, and just general student of life like you all. Uh, this episode is super important. Uh, today I want to talk about what I consider to be the most important question you can ask yourself to create the life of your dreams. And if maybe the life of your dreams sounds a little bit too far out, just think of it as the most important question to ask yourself to create a life that you like better, <laughs> that that feels better, that you know, that's improved, however you want to think of it. Baby steps if required, you know? Uh, and the question is this. How can my life work better for me? How can my life work better for me? And not only that, but how can I make my life work better for me? How can you make your life work better for you? So like everyone, when I get in a jam and I feel overstressed, over-responsibilityed, overworked, you know, generally just pulled apart in everyone else's requests and, and all the things that life brings, uh, my first response is, you know, to look everywhere else for why I find myself in my current circumstances. You know, so it could be my partner, you know, is too demanding, my kids don't do enough, you know, of their own things, like why do I need to do all this stuff for them, uh, work, could it just not be a little quieter at some point <laughs> so that I can catch up on other things, uh, you know, and then there's other, you know, extended family things and friend stuff and so there's always you know, all these other things. It's like, when this settles down, when that settles down, when that person, you know, stops being so demanding, when, you know, when my kids get older, whatever, the, all suddenly my life will just, you know, float into the perfect amount, you know, like a Jenga puzzle will just perfectly be done. And that's not really, you know, it's not going to get me anywhere. <laughs> it's, and it certainly isn't actually going to happen. Um, without my active participation. So, you know, just a reminder, your reality is completely malleable. Whether you realize it or not, you are co-creating your life with the universe, with God, goddess, with spirit, mother nature, whatever word works for you, you know, use that. I will use all of those kind of interchangeably, so, you know, bear with me in that regard. Um, but, but the most important thing to understand is that you are a co-creator. Life is not, even though it feels like it's sometimes just happening to you, life certainly does happen to you, but your part in the co-creating is how do you respond to it. And so that's what this question is at its crux, is how can, I how can I make my life work better for me? And so wherever you find yourself, you can ask that question. 
I literally ask that question of myself weekly, if not more often. Um, and it may be partially my engineering background where, you know, I'm an inherent problem solver. And so if I have a problem, I want to get to the bottom of it. I want to figure out what is the best solution. What's the most economical solution? What's the most, you know, win-win solution? Um, what is the solution? And so, you know, whether you're up against a situation where you have a difficult person or some sort of conflict or, you know, friction with somebody, or it's a situation and you're not sure what, you know, this isn't working for me, I don't know what to do, you can ask yourself this question and it is meant to just open you up to the possibility that what's happening right now in your life is not something to be shrugged off and just, you know, it's just the way it is. This is just the way my life is going to be from now on. You know, there's nothing I can do about it. Um, all of those sorts of things that we tell ourselves are so disempowering. And so to get away from that mind chatter, I ask myself this question quite frequently because I do have those, you know, not helpful chit chats with myself frequently. And so whenever you catch yourself thinking, huh, you know, it's just the way it is. This is how it's going to go. There's nothing I can do. Or even there's nothing I can do for, you know, a few years or six months. Or if you're giving yourself the impression that, you know, some point down the road, you know, suddenly the doors, <laughs> you know, the gates will open and rays of sunlight will shine down on you and everything will get corrected. Like that is not going to happen spontaneously without your action in whatever direction you would like. And so when you ask yourself, how can I make my life work better for me? Your mind starts to solve a problem that's actually, you know, some, it's, it's, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a very useful way to use your mind instead of just looking at your reality and thinking, okay, this is it. This is, this is my life here. Like whether I like it or not, this is what it is. And there's nothing I can do to change it, um, you know, until someone else does something or until something else happens outside of me. And so I really want to highlight that the change happens first within you. And this sucks at first. <laughs> this realization is a pain in the butt because, of course, it would be more amazing if someone would just come and save us or some scenario would just come swoop down and take our shitty situation or, you know, annoying person, you know, take them away, change their attitude, whatever. But that's not, you know, probably going to happen. So it starts with you, like everything it starts with each of us. Um, and so when we turn the question to ourselves, asking ourselves, what can we do better? What can we change? What do we have the power to change today? 
then you may f realize that you have a little more, um, you know, you have a little more power than maybe you thought. Uh, and this can come in many different, you know, it can look different. So, you know, maybe you can, you know, let's give some examples. So, you know, an example that I can think of is if you're dealing with a difficult person, you know, you can start by looking at, you know, how are you responding to them? And is there anything that you can learn, any advice you can find, any resource you can tap that would give you a different way of dealing with them? Because it's worth a try, right? You know, at the end of the day, I think we're all here to just, you know, express more love. And that sounds probably really like woo-woo and kind of a little maybe Pollyanna a bit, but go with me on this for a minute. Um, you know, it's like, how can you look back on something and think, okay, I did everything I can. I tried all of the things that I could think of. I listened to, you know, I asked some people that I respect their opinions on for advice. I tried their advice. I, you know, maybe I read a book about dealing with difficult people. I think there's a book I have. I don't know who the author was, but it's this bright orange book. And I think the name of it is how to no negotiate the non-negotiable, something like that. And so you know, there's resources, there's YouTube videos, there's tons of podcasts, there's just to look into it. Like, how can you come to the table differently? And will that actually, you know, shake the situation loose a little bit? And, you know, you can move forward. Um, maybe you've boxed yourself in in your life um, because you haven't voiced your feelings and so a lot of times at least this is my experience um people will ask you for as much as you'll do for them and until you actually say you know i really i can't do that for you i have all these other things i you know i'm already i'm already kind of packed here what if you tried this person recommend somebody else to do it what if you you know if, if it's your kids like maybe they could try and do it themselves um whatever the situation is there's always ways to reposition yourself there is a really good quote and i totally don't remember who said it but it was on a podcast that I listened to a few years ago and my partner and I actually say it to each other quite a bit and it's it goes it's super short it's just position yourself or be positioned and so that's this that's this like if you get into you know you feel like you're in a box how can you reposition yourself and whether that is maybe it looks like you have to express your feelings to somebody and just be clear on what you're comfortable with, how you're feeling, what you'd rather have them do, you know, that kind of thing. Maybe you need to outsource something and hire somebody. Maybe you need to delegate. Um, 
maybe the part of the, you know, part of the experience, if it's a difficult one and it's, it, it is truly external circumstances is to really, you know, figure out what is this teaching me? Like how, what, what can I learn here and take forward with me without taking the whole experience with me? Because we definitely don't need to take all the baggage we ever collected in our lives with us. But we definitely want to take the lessons and, you know, the, we want to take the gems with us, not, you know, all the shitty parts. And so that's, that's what this question is about. How can I make my life work better for me? And so is it something that I can do, something that I can look into, something that I can, you know, ask somebody for something that I can delegate out so I don't have to do it anymore? What is it that would make my life work better for me? And sometimes in my life, when I'm getting really kind of topped up and frustrated and just feel like, ah, like I can't take anymore, sometimes the answer is just like, I need some quiet time to myself and, or I need a walk in nature. Uh, I just need some time for myself and it doesn't even have to be like any kind of length like it could be a couple hours and then I'm back into whatever it is that I'm into with other people and with a renewed energy with fresh ideas and so just the opening of like the acknowledgement that whatever is happening right now is not actually working or it's not something that I want to repeat how can I do this differently helps draw out the answer or the solution. Um, And so I encourage you to ask that question as many times as possible as like any time during the day, you can ask it a thousand times a day. You can ask it a thousand times a year, whatever works. Um, But just to get yourself open to the other possibilities that are out there. Your current circumstances are not carved in stone at all. Uh, They are just as malleable, just as, you know, flexible as your imagination. And so if you can envision something else, it can show up in your life, in your 3D kind of like literal life. but it, it certainly isn't going to show up um, if you aren't even opening, cracking open the door of possibility that something can change. And so that's this episode is just to highlight that there is infinite possibilities out there and just to crack open the door in your mind that there's something else there's another way you can do this. You, there's another way you can be in the world. There's another way uh, you can arrange your life, your day-to-day life. Um, but but the secondarily to that is the fact that you need to take responsibility for where you are right now. And like I said already, that that sucks. That part sucks because it's not, you know, usually you're asking yourself and you're frustrated because it's like you're not enjoying yourself. And so 
what have you where have you let people kind of walk all over you where have you overextended yourself where have you volunteered too much time um that you don't really you know you're not getting anything out of you're not enjoying it you're not feeling satisfied with your uh you know your energy expenditure where are you running yourself too thin and that will lead to potentially some difficult conversations can some conversations you for sure don't really want to have because they're not super comfortable but they're worth having because in the long run everyone will be happier like everybody involved in whatever the scenario is will be happier and you will be modeling for others whether it's co-workers whether it's your family whether it's your kids whether it's friends you will be modeling for others how to just be honest how to just say what you need um, how to organize your life in a way that you find a lot of pleasure out of it and a lot of joy from it instead of just running yourself into the ground and feeling like this is the way life is uh, because I'm here to tell you that that is not true there are a million ways that each of us can set up our lives and we can certainly aim higher I think than what society drills into us what we've been trained to think is the way life is from our families and all that stuff like the baggage that we take from society from just what being in this life um is not something we need to take with us any longer i don't think i think we need to create something we need to create a different way of being in the world we need to create a different world so to start with obviously it's each of us it all starts at home <laughs> which is you know it's a, it's a responsibility but it's also really empowering because if you can change something with your own energy then that's cool like you're not waiting around for something to happen or somebody to drop in and just give you a whole bunch of gifts or something like you're you can do it and so let's get on it let's you know what do you want to create what do you how do you want your life to feel day to day how do you want to feel over the course of a year and so what are little things that you can do to make your life work better for you and just be open to that question and the answer does not need to show up like immediately after you ask it this is a practice where you need to cultivate your trust in your you know whether you want to call it intuition your inner wisdom you want to cultivate your trust in the universe and so there will be answers that come and they will show up for you in their own time they will not maybe show up one minute after you ask it here's the answers go do it done um but also if your mind in the background of your day is trying to solve the question how can i make my life work better for me you'd be surprised at what 
you, you know, what little sparks of uh, wisdom come to mind during the day, at night, in your dreams, who knows where. Or you'll, you might have a friend that comes to you and starts talking about something and you're thinking, oh, wow, that's actually a great idea. I could totally use that to help me, you know, improve this. And so just be open to the wisdom that the world is trying to show you. And yeah, take responsibility. Just, you know, take your life by the horns. I don't know. I think that's some kind of saying. Uh, but like you have a lot more authority, autonomy, resources than you may think once you start getting creative and really opening up to the possibilities. Now, a couple of super simple, like this topic can kind of go from the day-to-day mundane things to like your massive hopes and dreams for the future, like, you know. So because I want this podcast to really highlight uh, the, the fact that the, you know, the magic of the world needs to come down to the everyday, like it has to trickle down all the way to like your day-to-day chores, your day-to-day routine, otherwise it's not really ingrained through your whole life and so this is the point of the podcast is to highlight you know the highs the lows but also the fact that everything can be experienced during your regular day-to-day because your day-to-day doesn't have to be considered regular like it becomes a lot more fun uh and creative if you're open to unexpected synchronicities, surprises, God knows what. And so a couple examples in my own life about how I asked this question uh, are these, okay? The first one is, you know, I work as a structural engineer. And so this question at work looks a lot like this. You know, we work in heritage buildings, so there's existing you know, there's an existing building. And so it's there. There's nothing I can do about it. (laughs) It's there. And so then there's a client who has this building, but wants to use it for whatever they're, you know, whatever they want. And so they're coming to us and saying, hey, how can I do this inside of this building? And that's my job. Part of my job is to just figure out the solution. And so this question is like a daily thing at work where it's like, how can you, you know, and some clients have a lot more, you know, what I would, I wouldn't call, I don't want to say crazy, but like they're thinking way, way, way outside a box. <laughs> and so at first it's like, oh boy, like, I don't know if you can really do that. I'm not, you know, let me think about it. And so, you know, you go back and it's like, we're engineers, everything has a solution. There's, you know, basically nothing we can't do, uh, for, you know, depending on your budget and depending on the time frame. but we always want to have, you know, a solution that's economical, that works for the client, but also respects the fact that the building has some heritage significance in the community. We don't want to just, you know, start tearing down things and completely changing, 
the historic significance of it. And so there is always a solution. So far, I've worked 20 years in that field, over 20 years now, actually, and there's never been a situation where there's just no solution. And so the longer you go recognizing that, the more confident you can be in the fact that whatever future problems you face, there's always a solution. There's always a way you can work with the you know existing stipulations but you sometimes have to think outside the box and and be open to uh be open to the answers coming from maybe surprising locations so i'll give you a super basic uh example you know i had a i have had a book that i ordered i read a lot of books um and so I had accidentally ordered two. And sometimes I do that because I get excited about, you know, this whatever book. And somehow, I, I don't know, I, I don't know exactly how I do it because I do it every probably once or twice a year where I will literally order the book two different times. And it's almost like I forgot I ordered it the first time because it's taking a little longer to get to my house. Um... Then I do get it delivered. Eventually it shows up, but then another one shows up like the next day. And most of the time, it's me. <laughs> it's not actually, you know, chapters or Amazon screwing up somehow. It's me ordering it twice. And so it's kind of funny. So I take it as a sign that obviously I'm meant to give this other book to somebody else. And so I had ordered this book. The last one, I, the one most recently I had done uh, was, I, I can't remember the whole name of the book, but it's, about, it's a book on Mary Magdalene. And so I was really excited to get it because a bunch of people I knew were talking about it and it sounded great. And so I ordered two. And I don't need two books. Like, I, that's okay. I don't need two books. So I got the second one and I was like, oh, you know, crap. Why did I do that? And then I was thinking, okay, well, who could I give this to? And I really wasn't sure um, because it's a little off off the side, I guess, as far as like a mainstream book. And so I didn't know who I would give this to. And so it's been sitting on my sill of my windowsill in my study for, I think, at least a month, like probably a month or two. Uh, and it was like every day I see it and I'm like, who am I going to give this to? I wonder who's going to show up that I should give this to. So I just said to myself, like, whatever, I'll leave it here until it somebody presents themselves. <laughs> and so I kind of forget about it. But visually, every time I walk into my study, I, I ask myself, like, who do I need to give this to? And so months at least a month, if not two months, goes by. I'm in this online group um, that's uh, like a women's group that's got a, you know, an empowering business slant, but also it's got a um, spiritual slant to it. So it's an, it's a very unique group. And this person comes in and she's asking, you know, is there any books that anyone knows about that they'd recommend on Mary Magdalene? And I said, uh, or I didn't even say it. Before I even saw the first post, somebody had commented on 
it and said this, the book that I had that was sitting on my sill was one of her best, you know, it was her favorite book she's ever read on the topic. She'd highly recommend it, blah, blah, blah. And the girl um, in the group who had initially asked replies to her and says, you know what? I was totally going to order that a few weeks, you know, several different times. I was about to order it. And then I just didn't, for God knows what reasons, I just never did. Um, but I'll make sure I put that, like, next time I order some books, I'll make sure I order that. And so I right away I replied and I said, listen, can you, I can send you this book I have too by accident, and I'd love to give it to you. And so she sent me her address and I mailed it yesterday. And the funny, the, like, cherry on top of all that, because I was like, oh, yeah, that's exactly who I was supposed to give this to, was that I didn't actually have like a mail package thing to put the book in because the book is a little bit bigger than a normal book and so all of these little like bubble pack things you know that you put little things to mail people in were too small I have a few of them and they were too small so I literally had been thinking like okay I'll have to go to the mail when I go to mail this I'll have to like bring some stuff because I'll have to buy one of those bubble wrap things that fit it and then put it all in and tape it up and whatever so literally the day before I was going to mail this thing out, I got a package in the mail that I'd totally forgotten about. And I open it up and I'm like, oh yeah, awesome. Uh, it was like these door hangers that said like meditation in progress because I wanted to make sure that, you know, everybody, because I have, there's so many people in the house sometimes that it just wanted to be clear if I didn't want to be interrupted, then I'd have this door hanger thing. And so I got them in the mail. I had totally forgotten about them because they were, I ordered them over Christmas and it was like a bit of a length of time because they were backlogged, I guess. So I got these things. The parcel thing that they came in looked perfect. And so I tried it and it just fit the freaking book like a glove. And I was like, this is so fucking awesome. And so the next day I like wrap up the book in this, you know, thing the bubble wrap thing that I just got the day before do it all up go to the post office mail it awesome and so I guess the point of that whole story was just the way that if you're open if you just leave things open sometimes without solving them directly the minute you have this problem or stressing over the problem forever until you get a, a, an answer like things just flow in a weird, magical, synchronistical way that I can't quite explain or put my finger on, but I freaking love it. And so that's just like a super small example because it's like, could I get bubble wrap at the post office? Yeah, for sure I could have. But it was just like the way that it came into my life and what was happening just made it made my life a little bit easier. You know, I didn't have to bother looking for something. I didn't have to go buy anything else. I just had it, used it milled it out and done and so that's a super super basic example of how you know just trusting really practicing the trust and knowing that like in trust you that doesn't mean you don't have to do anything yourself but just like trusting that something will be like come into your attention and so whether it's an idea from your own head or somebody coming to you with something 
who cares? Like, whatever. It doesn't matter. It, if it's going to help you make your life easier, that's great. And so, but to be open to the way that it might show up, because there's so many ways that things show up that aren't the way that I would think. And so if I was just um, only available for one or two options of how this could work out, maybe I wouldn't have even seen or noticed some other ones that were, you know, perfectly appropriate. Um, the other thing that I wanted to just highlight too is, um, along the lines of trust, if you are looking to, you know, I guess practice, following your intuition or trusting your intuition so that you can then really jump more deeply into the question, how can I make my life work better for me without the urgency of like, it's not a crisis, uh, probably. It's just a question that you can ask yourself over and over again through your entire life in a way that you're thinking like, I'll just be able to tweak it. I'll tweak it. I'll tweak it. I'll tweak that. I'll tweak this. And you know, before you know it, you've got a different life, right? And so to trust your intuition and what's coming at you, uh, because, you know, I have, I, I mean, I have an engineering background, so that's completely the opposite of intuition. <laughs> You know, it's very logical. It's very like A plus B equals C. This plus that is going to have this outcome. Like that's just the way the math works or that's just the way the science works. Uh, and stuff, there's certainly stuff that's like that. But when it comes to designing your life in a way that you enjoy, there are so many more layers to it than just the concrete you know, visual, like, you know, stuff that's in our life. The three, I guess I'll call it the 3D world where it's, it's just literally the physical things you can see in front of your face. And so there's that aspect, but you need to layer that aspect with your intuition, with any, so to be open to communicating with yourself that way and to hearing what you are, you know, your soul self is telling your, your human self, if you want to think of it like that, and to open to that conversation, that relationship, and the, you know, and you can practice with the super simplest things. You can practice with, you know, I started using little things. So if I was thinking to myself, should I take my umbrella to work today? And, you know, maybe I'm my mind, like my what I'll call my ego mind would be saying, yeah, no, it's not supposed to rain. You check the weather already. It's not supposed to rain. Like, forget it. Who needs an umbrella? You know, but there'd be something if I just stayed with it like a second or two longer, that would be like, yeah, take your umbrella. And I would be literally saying to myself, like, I have no idea why I'm doing this, but I'll just take it anyways. And like a hundred percent of the time I would do something like that something would happen like it would rain 
and you know it was not supposed to rain but it rained and or you know what's another example another example would be uh what was the latest thing that I did that I was like wow that was cool <sighs> oh I can't remember but there's been a million of them where it's like it's usually it is when I'm leaving the house or it's something to do with the kids where it's like uh you know maybe just take that with you and they'd be like yeah no I don't need it I'm like I'm doing this I'm doing that today and you're like well just like it's okay like just take it anyways it's not really leave it in the van like it's not gonna be a big deal and then totally somebody would need it there would be something that came up that would be necessary you know it was great that it was there and it just made everything a lot better that it was there and if I had left it at the house I would have been like man that's too bad like it would have been a lot better if I had that and so that sort of thing it just makes your life flow better um another thing I really enjoy doing is I guess is the final wrap-up of this topic because I'm kind of getting all over the place um is if you have time on your own and I know that can be tricky to design uh if your mom if you've got lots of you know people demanding your time um but it's worth every minute to ask for the time away from people and like your regular people and to just have like a few hours to have an afternoon a day a weekend whatever you can you know etch out for yourself uh just take that time and literally have no agenda you know not there's no there's nothing you need to do there's nothing you're trying to finish there's nothing you're trying to catch up on just it's just you existing and it'll be so those are some of the best afternoons I have uh with myself at least I mean I have lots of fun afternoons with people but (laughs) as far as just building your intuitive trust and natural instinct for the flow of your life and how your intuition speaks to you having time off where you have absolutely nothing to do but just be with yourself and asking yourself like what do I feel like doing now what you know and just following it and so I've spent afternoons I mostly do this when I'm traveling for work and I have you know an afternoon off in between conference things or you know work's finished but I don't catch a flight out for the next day and so I have like a chunk of time where I can just randomly walk around and I find myself in the most unexpected but you know it's like the neatest place I could eat for lunch and it's such an enjoyable lunch or the most amazing scenery uh you know hiking that I didn't think I was gonna do tours around the town where I come across buildings that have significant meaning to me but I wasn't thinking I was headed there and so just it like just adds like a whole level of magic to your day and you don't I mean most people don't have that much free time to do that on a regular basis but to really understand that 
you can do that even when you have a rushed life or a full life. Uh, because once you start building that muscle, then you really, you can open up to it no matter who's around, no matter what you're supposed to be doing. But if you get sort of a sense that maybe you want to, you know, try this place to eat dinner at, or let's just stop in here and see what's in here um, on the way to something else and see what happens. Um, but when we get so caught up in our lives and just doing the next thing, like checking off things on our lists, we close our we close ourselves off to the magic and the mystery that's available to us just right under the surface. And so I will close with that. <laughs> in summary, I think again the question, like literally the most important question I think you can ask yourself when you're faced with some phase in your life that you don't enjoy or some circumstances in your life you don't enjoy or even a week that you just had that you did not enjoy and like how can you do this differently next time the question is how can I make my life work better for me and your brain can start chewing on that your subconscious can start chewing on that and work for you instead of wasting its time talking to you about how you're shitty how shitty you are how stupid that was or why would you do like your brain can be so critical so it's like redirect it (laughs) to something much more productive and like empowering for you than having it waste its time criticizing you all the time so how can I make my life work better for me and then just be open to the possibilities the idea that your life could even work better for you might be, you know, a little bit mind-blowing. Um, and that's that's totally awesome. That's great. Uh, allow yourself to be surprised and in good ways. Like su- sometimes we talk about surprises as if it's like a crappy thing, but there's tons of surprises that are pretty awesome. And I would highly endorse them. <laughs> invite surprises most of them are awesome um anyway yeah so that question just opens you to a million different possibilities and from there you can find creative solutions to whatever you are faced with uh because each of us is resilient resourceful and freaking smarter than we think and you know we are here to create a different world and so the start of that is to create a different life for ourselves a life that we all each of us in our own way will have a million different you know life designs but we each are entitled to create a life that we love a life that we are deeply satisfied with day in and day out um and so that's my wish for you is that you take this question when you notice yourself start to get down like oh god like what the hell why is this happening to me what's like why is this person just so freaking frustrating why can't my kids just do whatever they're supposed to be doing and you know you know why 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 
um, yeah, ask this question and then, and then take action, take action on whatever comes to you as a potential solution and see where it leads. And I wish you all the magic, all the luck, all the synchronicities available to you. And I hope you have a beautiful day and I will see you next time.